Welcome to Inbound Agency Journey. This is the show where inbound agency leaders share the strategies, shortcomings, and successes they've experienced in their journey toward building their dream agency. Now, here are your hosts, Andrew and Gray. All right, everybody. Welcome to episode one of Inbound Agency Journey. I'm your host, Gray McKenzie. I'm very excited to be interviewing George Thomas from the sales line on the podcast today. Uh, Before we get started, let me share a quick overview of the show format so that you know what to expect. Although, George, on the show, you never really know what to expect, so we'll see where this goes. Hey, we're going to kick things off with an interview with George to learn about what makes him tick, what makes the sales line so successful. And we'll take a quick break, and then in the second half of the show, I'll be joined by my co-host, Andrew Dimsky to break down what we learned from George. That is enough for me. Let's get to Mr. George B. Thomas. How are you doing, George? Hey, I'm doing great, Greg. Glad to be here. Glad to be on what would be really the first uh, episode of this podcast, and hopefully I can bring some knowledge that uh, agencies will enjoy and love and can use. For sure. Well, appreciate you making time for us. Um, to kick things off, George, could you just give us kind of some personal background? Let's get to know you, where you're at, and then if you want to, you can transition right from there into kind of the background on the sales line. Yeah, definitely. So a little bit about me. Um, I'm kind of a strange and weird guy, but it always works out for me, especially in an inbound world. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about my history. Uh, I didn't actually start life thinking that I was going to work for an agency. I didn't even really think that I would be in the space uh, as far as design development or marketing at all. Um, I actually, in my past life, was an associate pastor at a church, believe it or not. Mm. And, and it was there that I actually started messing around with design and graphics and uh, quickly realized that I love creating something out of nothing. Now, that's going to be important for folks who are creatives because they're going to understand that. When you can take a thought and transition it into something that is reality, it, it's, it's magical gray. And so through that time of my life, I actually ended up starting starting a company that dealt with that niche market of uh, churches and graphics. And um, I actually grew it to a really good-sized company, but then I sold it. And, and let me explain why I sold it, because I wanted to, believe it or not, and people who have worked in agencies for years might be like, this dude is stupid, but <laughs> I wanted to work in an agency environment. Because it comes down to this, Greg, I wanted to learn. Um, I wanted it, my focus was education. Because for me, I know that education leads to mastery, and I wanted to be a master at design at that point in my life. And so, I want to just stop for a second and say there's three words that I hope people take from this beginning part that I'm talking about, and that's focus, educate, and master. Because that's going to be really a key point to their agency employees. And their agency as well, right, in a, in a whole, holistically. So <clears throat> all that to say, I sold the business. And usually, Gray, when I go out and speak about this with people, uh, I get that tilted head and the deer in the headlights. And they're like, you had a profitable business uh, and you sold it. And yes, I did. And so the, all of that gets to that I started working for agencies about 15 years ago. I started as a designer for a company called MindGrab Media. And during that time period, I had the awesome um, 
the awesome ability to have a mentor. And, and this is another piece that I want folks to get out of this is that if you don't have a mentor, find one. And, and in today's time, it's way easy. Back in the day, you had to actually physically be with that person. And, and luckily, I was. I was with a gentleman named Eric Jacobs, and he taught me everything that I know about basic design principles, about um, working in an agency, about project management, all of that type of stuff. But in today's times, you can mentor right off of the interwebs, right? I mean, you can uh, friend somebody on Twitter, on Facebook, on whatever platform. You can watch what they're doing on their website. And, and not that you just um, mimic that, but you can mirror and use in your own way what they can teach you, right? So hopefully that makes sense for everybody. Um, but through that process, I actually, at MindGrab Media, ended up working through design. Um, they put me in their development uh, um, section of the company, and then because of a really weird change, uh, turn of events, and, and not really weird, but somebody got fired, right, Gray? <laughs> they put me in their video production uh, side of the company as well. So over a three-year period, I was able to educate myself in design, development, and video production, which leads me to the long-winded way of saying in 2012, I was hired by an agency called Wild Boy Design, which later became Wild Boy, uh, to run their agency. And that's when the inbound journey and the HubSpot journey began. And, and we can either dive deeper into that or we can actually go on with the rest of your questions. That's completely up to you. Yeah, no, let's let's definitely go deeper into that. I love that uh, in-depth breakdown so far. So take us from where you are right now and just on that train. Let's keep let's keep exploring that. Yeah, definitely. So Wild Boy Design, uh, it was a web dev shop. And in 2012, we learned about inbound marketing. We learned about HubSpot. We actually won tickets to inbound 2012. And that's where we, uh, we started drinking the orange Kool-Aid, if you will. And uh, I remember sitting in a Gary Vaynerchuk keynote, and he was talking about hustle and grind and doing what you have to do. And I was like, oh, this is me, right? Because it comes back to the whole mastery thing. I wanted to, at that point, I wanted to be a master of inbound. And so there was this thing that kind of clicked inside of me, realizing that, hey, marketing can be cool. It doesn't have to be spammy. I can use all of this historical data and teaching and techniques that I have put into myself, this self-education, and I can roll as a marketer moving forward. And so I quickly... Um, decided that here's my plan. And, and this is another point that I want folks to pull out is that you have to have a plan. You have to have a strategy before you get down to the actual tactical stuff, right? And so my strategy, my plan was one of these days, I'm going to speak at this event, right? And so every step that I took moving forward was in, in an effort to do that, um, in an effort to help the community, to, to make myself um, viewed by folks. And so that ended up uh, in a really weird way actually happening. Um, fast forward to a year ago, I actually celebrated my one-year anniversary a couple days ago with the sales line. Uh, that's the company that I now work with, uh, owned by Marcus Sheridan. You can check it out at thesalesline.com if you haven't already. If you haven't, you probably live under a rock, but <laughs> hey, there's the URL for you to go check it out. Anyway, um, I got a phone call one day, and uh, it was Marcus Sheridan asking me, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, 
when does Marcus Sheridan call you? But anyway, he <laughs> called me, offered me a job. I obviously said yes. And then the, the rest is really history, right? We started doing HubSpot video tutorials. We started doing uh, the Hubcast, which is a podcast just for folks that are doing HubSpotting. And, and the, again, we came up, what's the strategy? Well, the strategy is to help a community that has to learn how to use a software program really, really quick so they can start seeing um, the needle move. They, they want to see leads. They want to see profitability. How can we um, advance that and, and make it happen quicker? Well, let's give them education in a 25 to 30 minute podcast and go. And so that's what we've been doing. And so you know, now we're kind of doing some other successful things, but I know that's one of the questions that you're going to ask in a little bit. Uh, but that's kind of where I started and where I got to. And, and dude, it, again, it's all about mastery. It's all about education and it's all about hustle and grinding it out. And, and as people know, hashtag GSD, baby. Absolutely. Got to get stuff done. That's an awesome overview. Um, it's just kind of a crazy transition going from a pastor working in a church to uh, to now here you are working at the sales line, doing agency work, podcasting, kind of all over the place. I'm curious, George, as far as the agency goes, just to kind of help folks get a feel for what your day or your week looks like. At the sales line as an agency, you guys have, obviously you've got uh, Marcus who's made quite a name in speaking. You're involved in speaking. You're doing workshops. You've got podcasts going on. Kind of what, but but at the same time, you're down in the weeds doing uh, HubSpot COS work and all these video tutorials that are in depth stuff on the HubSpot platform. Kind of what's the breakdown for you between, hey, I'm doing client work here versus I'm off doing speaking, podcast, building this community and workshops? Yeah, well, and that depends on the day. But what I can tell you is, as far as I go, it's kind of a conveyor belt. And, and whatever lands on that belt, uh, it comes my way, I get it done, and I move on to the next thing. But, but honestly, I do have a little bit of a, a method to my madness, right? And, and a lot of our time is spent on client work. And great, it's because they pay the bills. Yep. <laughs> you know, if you don't take care of your clients, you don't have a business. And one of the big things for the sales line is we want, and I know everybody says this, this is just such probably the lamest thing I'm going to say in this podcast, but we want 100% customer service, right? We want the customers just to, to be wowed, to be excited to work with us. And so we really, really focus on that. And for us, because um, Marcus is very much in being the best educator and communicator, because I am deeply rooted in being self-educated and, and people being educated, that's a lot of what we do is we do actual you know, hourly educational sessions with them, along with that dirt work that is, you know, well, I need a CTA designed, or I need a form built, or I, I, I need that done, or hey, I tried to do this and I can't, and so we come in and we assist them. That's a lot of it. Then we try to spend, you know, at least a third of the time working on internal stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and when I say internal stuff, the good thing for us is that internal means two things, right? We can work on internal things, but it can be promotional. And, and I don't mean promotional in a spammy way, but I mean promotional as in like a tutorial that we create uh, for HubSpot users. That's internal work because that's our internal marketing. But what's great is that it is um, a utility for folks that need it. So we're kind of killing two birds with one stone. Um, we'll obviously work on 
you know, our own branding. So we have a new website that's going to be coming out soon. We'll work on new events that we're going to do. Um, but really, it's uh, it's about 75% client work. It's about 25% what we'll call internal or uh, extracurricular educational stuff that we put out on the web. Right. That's awesome. Um, I know that last time we spoke, you guys had a remote team. Um, are you still working remote and how many folks are, uh, kind of what does the team structure look like? Yeah, so we are 100% remote. Um, actually that is one of your questions was something that, uh, you'd like to improve about the sales line. Uh, we do work remote. Uh, there's about four of us right now. I love working remote. We do some very special things that make it feel almost like we aren't working remote. Um, and I just wish there were more of us, but I know that eventually we'll get to there being more of us. We, we are in a very um, awesome place as far as a business goes, and that's that we can really hand pick and be ultra choosy, if, if I guess that's the way I want to say it, of who we want to bring on next. Um, but as you know, there's only a certain amount of time in a day. Yep. And there's a lot of really great creative ideas coming out of what I'll call the core of the sales line. And we, we just need more folks to, A, help us come up with more creative ideas, but more than that, to help us get those ideas implemented and out to the world to enjoy and use. True. It's hard to balance that ideation versus execution yep. separation. Yep. So. Awesome. Well, hey, one of the things that we're trying to do with Inbound Agency Journeys is use this as a platform for agencies to share some of the success stories that they've had, what they're doing well, um, and for other agencies then to be able to learn from that. Um, so if you have, do you have a, maybe a recent success story from a client, something that you feel like the sales line is world-class at that you'd want to share with folks? Absolutely. So um, this isn't going to be specific to one client, but this is going to be pretty much all of our clients. And, and what we rock out at at the sales line is um, workshops, right? Uh, we've been doing workshops for companies for uh, years. And, and the idea behind this is that um, a lot of companies, when you start talking about inbound marketing or content marketing, there's always this lack of buy-in from CEOs, right? And that, that is a crippling effect to any inbound um, efforts. So here's what I will call the super awesome success story that we are – and I'll say it's successful because it's happening, um, not because it's happened. Uh, in Inbound 2014 last year, Marcus did a talk about the need for buy-in and CEO buy-in. And there was an overwhelming flood of agency owners and agency workers that said, wow, I wish that we could get this in front of our clients and so we kind of sat down and said, wow, this is a really a great idea. And so we actually created an event that's going to happen January or not January, June 3rd in Richmond, Virginia, uh, called the WOW Agency Event. And what WOW stands for, Gray, is Workshop on Workshops. And so agency owners or employees can come in. The sales line is going to teach you how we actually do workshops to get buy-in. We're going to show you how you can use workshops to actually, it's another sell or a sell sellable item that you can um, add on to. So you would say, hey, we're going to do uh, this workshop. And it's not like if you want us to, it's no, we're going to do this workshop because we find out that our clients, when they do a workshop, they see better results. That's X amount of money. Then we're going to have you on a monthly retainer, which is, you know, X. So 
it's an additional revenue um, line for your for your agency as well, and a, a ton of other things. What people should do is they, if you're an agency owner or employee, and you're getting excited thinking about being able to leverage this, you should go over to the salesline.com forward slash wow event and just check out all the details. Awesome. I'm very excited about that event. Um, just so you know, if you're listening right now, you're driving, all of this is going to be linked up in the show notes. We'll put the link to the wow event, link to the sales line. We'll get uh, the links to the hubcast, which uh, which George and Marcus lead together. All those will be at doinbound.com slash podcast. So you can grab the notes there. George, this, the workshop event, kind of, how did that, so this is something that I am not familiar with a lot of agencies doing. This is becoming popular, I think, a lot because of the work that you're doing and sharing this. So at this point in time, it kind of makes sense to me how how you can sell it and say, hey, this is part of our process. We're at a point where we can be choosy about who we're working with. If you're not bought into this idea, you can't be a client of ours. But as you're kicking this off, what was the process like to start selling those first couple workshops and getting the right clients yeah, and we're not the perfect agency, right? We've had some clients where we've gotten in there and we've started to work with them and we're like, wow, <laughs> what did we do? And um, I'll tell you what really cured that um, pretty quickly was that we put on our website a section of what we're not or who we're not for. And we started having that conversation of like, look, if you're this type of person, if you're this type of company, um, then we probably shouldn't work with you because – at the end of the day, Gray, you can work with everybody and feel like you have accomplished nothing, or you can work with the few that are going to be the right fit, um, and you can feel like you're conquering the world. That is so true. I've had that experience over and over. You'd think that at some point I would learn that lesson, and there's still, it's kind of a back and forth. You got good days and bad days where... Well, here, let me let me just... Because here's the thing. The sales line is is a little different, right? Because we do have multiple streams of revenue coming in. And, and coming from Wild Boy, where it was all about the agency and all about the client and that you, you have to make money, you have to make payroll, there are going to be times when you know you have to take on a client just because of revenue purposes. The good thing to know is that you're not always going to have to be there. If you as an agency owner or employees don't want to have those type of people, then double down, right? Work harder, educate harder, make more lead gen opportunities, get more leads. The, the more leads you – here's it's, it's magic math, right? I love magic math. The more freaking leads you get, the, the more choosier you can be. If you've got three people coming through your funnel, then you better sell all three. But if you have 30,000, then pick the 10 you want to work with. Yeah, exactly. It is math. At some point, you have to fill that funnel. You have to figure out who the most qualified folks are and work with them. So yep. That's awesome. Well, hey, I want to get uh, a little bit more granular here before we move on on the workshop thing and get a feel for, kind of wrap my head around what your process looks like during that workshop right now. Could you walk us kind of step by step through? Not, I know that you've got that's what this wow event is for, but what's kind of the workflow look like as you go in there and you go through if it's a day or a half day with the client? What does that workshop um, workflow look like? Yeah, the, the workshop with a client, usually it's a one-day thing. The WOW Agency event is also going to be a one-day thing. Um, you're going to learn things that you should say and shouldn't say. Uh, the biggest thing you're going to learn is that there's a, over 100 questions that get asked during 
this process, right? And so um, I don't want to I don't want to let the cat out of the bag too much. But really, what you get educated to a point is that you already know that you should be doing this stuff, um, and these questions that get asked during the agency, or let's frame it in a different way, Gray, your clients, uh, listeners, they already know that they should be doing this stuff. They already know that things aren't working. They already feel like they're different. Nobody's different, right? And so these questions that get asked during the workshop, they help you to transition those folks by self-realization that, hey, it's okay. I should be doing this stuff. They also get some tactical tools that they can use. So there's certain things that we call homework uh, that they get assigned and they do. We also um, teach them about, you know, different types of people in their company. So not everybody likes to write. Not everybody likes to be on video. Not everybody likes to do a podcast, but there's a mixture of those type of people. And if you put them in the right places. So we talk about that too. And a, and a bunch of other stuff. I mean, honestly, this would probably be about a two hour podcast uh, if I broke For the sure. workshop down too much more than that. That's awesome. So it's really the workshop um, is less about maybe changing their minds and more about helping them realize what they know intuitively but aren't practicing? Absolutely. That, uh, that was probably the greatest way that you could uh, recap that, Gray. Awesome. Uh, let's move on to maybe some of the tools that you're using. Obviously, you're a huge HubSpot fanatic. I've seen all over the Twitter sphere that you're bleeding orange <laughs> from every possible place on your body and house and anywhere that you happen to be at that point in time. But uh, but what are some of the tools, maybe a couple tools that you use right now that uh, either folks maybe don't know about or just you've got a special application for the way that you use them? Yeah, definitely. So, um, and I broke this down. This was like the part where I'm like, uh, how am I going to slim some of this down? Because I, I truly am a tool guy. But I broke this down into inbound tools, creative tools, uh, staying organized, and then learning, right? Because, I, again, I want this all to be – I want folks to realize education is a key to all um, pieces of what they're going to do moving forward. So inbound tools, yeah, let's get rid of HubSpot COS, CRM. Let's even get rid of Wistia and Sidekick, right? Because those are all things that people – if you if you listen to Gray, if you listen to me, you all know that you should be using those tools for inbound. Now, there's two tools out there, though, that aren't um, as well-known – that I love and I use on different occasions. The first one is HubSpot has a new Make My Persona tool. And I don't know how many people have seen this yet, but you can go to makemypersona.com and it takes what usually is a very challenging thing for companies and I don't get it. You sell stuff to these people to these people every single day, but you can't get them down on paper, right? You can't get to your marketing Mary or your your CEO Charlie for some reason. Well, this makemypersona.com helps walk you through a simple process of at the end of it you have bing your buyer persona and then you can start over rinse and repeat and do that three or four times for your company so i love that the other tool that i like um, and i don't really believe in writer's block but sometimes you just need a new idea the other tool that occasionally i'll surf over to is impact brand and design they have a tool called blog about um, and that's impact bnd.com forward slash blog title generator and if you have to sit down and you have to come up with a creative idea about a product about a service about whatever and you're like i don't know go over to that link slap in some stuff and it'll start to auto generate and i don't really 
use the auto generate ever, but I use the auto generate to fuel my creativity to take it to the next level for, for either us internally or clients that we might be trying to do something for. Creative tools, obviously, let's get these ones out of the way. Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, Premiere, After Effects, right? If you're creative, you should be using the Adobe Suite because, A, the Adobe Suite is the bomb. But three other tools that I use in that section are ColorZilla, which allows you to get uh, different color swatches or selections off of uh, the interwebs if you need them. I also love a tool called Measure It. So marketers who need to create call to actions for the end of their blog and they're not really a developer and, des uh, developer and they're like, ah, crap, how wide is this like main content section? You can use Measure It by clicking in there and it's, it's a, a digital ruler uh, that you can use on any web page, which has gotten me out of a ton of um, times where somebody forgot to give us a login or whatever. And so I just went and measured their sidebar, created the CTA, sent it over and ding, 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 happy customer. Uh, last but not least, I also like built with, and this is for those sales guys or agencies who um, somebody says, hey, I need a redesign. And you quickly want to look under the hood and see if it's WordPress, if it's Joomla, if they're using HubSpot, if they're using Google Analytics. You can click the little Built With app and you can gain a lot of information about uh, them without uh, even asking. And what's nice is you, you can then leverage it in your conversation and become a supermarketer going, so I see that you have Google Analytics. Are you really using that? And the client goes, how do you know that I have Google Analytics? Well, I have my ways. Um, anyway, so that helps your sales process. But don't be creepy about that because that kind of came out creepy in the podcast. <laughs> but, you can, but you can still use uh, that information in the sales process. Staying organized, Gray. I love Project Teamwork for a global um, project management software. It's super awesome. But there are some things that just don't belong in a project management software. Um, so I also love Todoist. And then I'm going to be somewhat promotional here, but not on myself. Um, also, Do Inbound, right, is a great product that I've had a chance to mess around with. Um, and if you're an inbound agency and you're looking for a way to keep folks organized um, client-wise or even internal, I, I would say look at Do Inbound as well. Learning tools, I love my Audible because I'm always on the go. So that's how I... Um, take in my books. Uh, right now I'm actually doing um, How to Win Friends and Influence People on audio. Uh, Lynda.com I love that for design, development, marketing, and a ton of other educational items. I mean, the, the amount of classes that you can take on Lynda.com is ridiculous. You could probably become the smartest man or woman on the face of the planet uh, with just that one website. And then I had to throw in this. I love podcasts. I consume a ton of podcasts. And so I use Pocket Casts, which I think it's like three ninety nine in like the Google store or whatever. Um, but it's super simple and super awesome to keep up to date on your podcasts. And dude, those are the tools that if they disappeared, I would stop breathing. Holy guavamole. <laughs> and we should have just made the whole podcast just George sharing tools. That was awesome. Dude, uh, I do what I can. I'm I'm all about tools as well. I think all of those are just incredible. I like the um, Impact's blog title or blog topic generator. I think it's yep. probably the best designed one that's out there. There's a bunch of options there. HubSpot's brand new MakeMyPersona.com. That's uh, there are not many things out there that I've come across like that. Yeah, um, I looked at that site and I was like, th this was literally. I was sitting at my desk and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that that was my response to that. 
It's uh, it's incredible. One thing maybe to add on to um, Built With, which is awesome, is if folks haven't heard of SiteAlerts.com yet, that's something that Darmesh, uh, co-founder of HubSpot, was involved with um, kicking around and uh, and getting kickstarted. But that'll show you some of the technology. There's a whole, it's got a bunch of other information that it's also pulling in, fundraising, traffic sources, a bunch of other analytics. It's just SiteAlerts.com. Um, and that's a that's a great tool that I was using built with. Then I switched over and have used site alerts a lot. But that's an incredible list, George. Um, I love it. Hey, let's uh, let's jump into maybe a little bit about what makes you tick. The background at the beginning was great, but I'm curious to know about kind of what your day to day, what your morning routine is to get things started the right way and help you crank out so much work every day. Yeah, so there's a couple things that make me tick, and and obviously, through the beginning of this podcast, I, I know the viewers uh, or listeners they they know that one of them is education, right? Whether it's educating somebody else or educating myself, like that's just something that um, that drives me. Okay, um, the second thing that I'll say, and then I'll get into my morning because that's it's kind of interesting. Uh, again, it goes back to that whole working remote thing and just kind of being able to do what you want to do in the morning, but. The other thing that really drives me, Gray, that makes me do everything I do, that, that pushes me to that hashtag GSD, getting stuff done, is changing lives, right? Everything we do, every blog article we write, every workshop we do, every podcast that we do, um, it's about giving the people the, the right, uh, the ability um, to change their own life, right? By, by changing individual people, you change companies. By changing companies, you change countries. And by changing countries, you change the world. And I know that's really big thinking, but dude, that is really, for me, the core of how today can I add the most value to change the most lives um, possible, right? So, so those are the two things, education and freaking just change the world. Th- those are my two things. My morning... Um, Here's the deal. A big part of it is self-education. So when I get up in the morning, usually it's my audio book for 30 minutes to 60 minutes. Um, I'm sipping on my coffee. Uh, the same time that that's playing, I'm usually filtering my emails for any you know weird people or trolls or people trying to sell me stuff, and I get that out of the way. And I quickly dive into any blog articles um, and things like that. Now, what I'll tell you is as I go through my blog articles, usually in the back of my mind, uh, I'm trying to think of is there any tip or trick? Is there any type of tutorial out of what I'm reading that could be um, created and translated later today that can go on the TSL Learning YouTube channel Um and so my Trello board, which I didn't even mention that tool. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my Trello board is wide open. And as I'm going through my blog uh, articles in the morning, I'm putting any tutorials. After I get through that process, which is about you know anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours, then I dive into some client work. Um, I make sure that things that need to happen for the next five days are, are being chopped away, whether it's you know somebody's homepage design, somebody's CTA design. Um, I'm, I'm developing some weird, strange list or workflow for folks. That's what I'll do next. Around 4 o'clock, I usually put on my um, earbuds with my pocket cast, and I go walk around my neighborhood, and I take about an hour um, to just get some exercise, get away from my screen. But at the same time while I'm doing that, I'm self-educating, right? I'm listening to, you know, Jay Today or Ask Gary V or uh, one of the, you know, 20 billion podcasts that, that are on my um, Android device. 
And then I come back and I do some finish up work. Usually I'm done about 5.30. So I actually just gave you my whole day instead of my morning. Um, but here's what it really comes down to. It's about uh, education, videos, blogs, podcasts, grind, hustle, grind, hustle, grind, sleep. <laughs> George, that's awesome. I appreciate you breaking it down for us. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I've taken away from kind of watching you online, getting to know you a little bit, and what you just broke down there was you're, there's so much consumption that happens. There's so much good content out there, stuff that we can be taking in. And what, at least for me, what has really helped a lot of that stick and what I've seen you do a lot is it's not just all this learning, but then it's applying and teaching. And when you have that cycle of you know the information, then you apply it and you internalize it, then you teach it, and now you're able to communicate it. I think that's the most powerful cycle out there. And that kind of takes you from just learning something to some of those principles that you mentioned at the very beginning, uh, focus, educate, and mastery. Yeah. And, you know, and not, not to go long here, but I do want to say one thing that is I, I want the listeners to understand this because I, I am what I'll call a strange bird online because there's two things that happen. One, people need to realize that I never go to work. Okay, I never go to work, Gray, because I always go to play. When I wake up in the morning, I, I, I am truly blessed with I get to play in HubSpot. I get to play in Adobe. Um, I, I, nothing that I do ever really feels like work, even when I'm dealing with clients because we have awesome clients. Sure, th- there are going to be some times where you're like, really? Mm-hmm. I'm teaching this for like the second time or third time? But, but that's just clients and you've got to understand that. So. What people need to realize, I never go to work. I always go to play. And, you know, I don't do, and not, not to go on a piece of software, I don't do inbound, so don't put those two words together. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do inbound, brother. I live inbound. Yeah. That's awesome. Man, George, you've got so much good stuff to share. Really appreciate you making time today. Um, not a problem. Thanks for joining us on Inbound Agency Journey. What is the best way that listeners can connect with you online? Absolutely. I'll give you two ways, only because I'm trying to grow those two platforms right now. The first, of course, is I am at George B. Thomas on the Twittersphere, and you can uh, just hit me up, ask me questions. I don't even care if you follow me. You can follow me. You don't have to follow me to ask me questions. That's, that's a wonderful thing about how Twitter works. The other thing is I'm really enjoying my Facebook community, so... Um, if you want more of an intimate look at who I am as a person, um, along with, and again, remember, I don't say that I do inbound, I live inbound. So you're going to see my kids, you're going to see the podcast, you're going to see some HubSpot articles, you know, you might see a funny picture of uh, a minion. I don't know. But if you want a more intimate uh, relationship with the Mr. George B. Thomas, that is what I am on Facebook. Great. We will include that information in the show notes as well, which you can find at doinbound.com slash podcast. And we'll talk to you soon, George. Thanks again for joining us. You bet. Totally appreciate it. After the break, Gray and I will recap his awesome interview with George B. Thomas. But first, a word from our sponsors. This episode of Inbound Agency Journey is brought to you by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management tool built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. If you want to learn how to manage, track, and scale your inbound agency with a pre-built and proven system, visit doinbound.com slash journey. Again, that's doinbound, all one word, dot com forward slash journey. Now, back to the show. 
All right. Welcome back, Gray. What a fantastic interview with the George B. Thomas. Can you recap for me right now? What was the biggest takeaway you took away from your time with George? Man, there were a lot of takeaways from that conversation with George. He brought so much good stuff. Early on in the interview, he brought up um, the ideas of focus, educate, and mastery. Um, and those kind of stuck out to me, and I just saw the themes from those throughout the whole conversation. But to really be good at what you're doing, to be profitable as an agency, to have an agency that you can be proud of, you have to be willing to focus on what really matters, to invest time in education. And those are kind of the two components, two of the major components that lead to mastery of what we're doing with inbound, how to run an agency, anything that you want to do. Yeah, I loved how he invested time in himself, and they clearly put a lot of time in creating content for their agency, and that's so important because when you can when you teach something, you learn it so much better. So, all those video tutorials he does for the COS and for the HubSpot CRM tool, like it's helping the community and helping the audience, which is marketing for them, but it's also honing honing their own skills and sharpening their own swords for the work that they do. And I thought that was awesome. Um, do you want to talk a little bit just about some of the tools that he shared and how freaking awesome that resource list was? <laughs> that was funny. So I had asked him to maybe bring a couple lesser-known tools or tools that were important in his workflow. And then we're talking, and he's like, well, I've got this category, this category, this category, and each one. I think he wound up listing off like 11, 12, 13 different tools and those are just counting the ones that he said counted, not just counting the ones that he's like, nah, these don't count because everyone's using these. So that was awesome. George is the man. Um, so a couple ones that stuck out to me that I'll just reiterate real quickly. I know that everyone heard them, but uh, makemypersona.com is a brand new tool from HubSpot. And I just said where you go to get it, but makemypersona.com. Um, it's questionnaire style. You wind up with a downloadable um, Microsoft Word document with your persona all set to go. It makes it about as easy as, it's easier than any tool that I've seen to this point um, without working with an agency or someone who's going to draw that out of you to build your persona. Yeah. So, so I thought that was a great one. Um, we talked about built with and site alerts for kind of on the sales prospecting side of things. They use, right now as a project management system, uh, I've talked to George before about this and Rich and some of the guys over at the, the guys over at the sales line, um, they're using teamwork right now, which is just a powerful tool. Um, and I know we've looked at it a lot as we're building out to inbound um, and just seeing, okay, what does that workflow look like? Yeah. And we've even tried tried it before for, uh, for our agency, Guava Box. The one thing I loved about the call um, was his point to create a section of your website that talks about what we're not. And I think especially when we get started up as agencies, it's easy to take anyone in the door because you need the revenue. But when you get to a point where you can solidify and stabilize a little bit, and if you're spending that 25% of time marketing yourself and improving your lead flow, that's going to be, you'll get there sooner than otherwise. But getting to that point and being selective about the type of clients you work with and understanding who works well with you, I thought that was awesome and something that I think we could do better at Guava Box as just defining like who are the best fits for our agency. Right. It's scary to, because you know you're saying no to somebody, but that yeah. makes, it's such an attractive thing when people say, we're not for this, we're not for this, we're not for this. Oh, you are for this, and I happen to be that, so that's the natural fit. It's just, you know, it just takes the courage to say, 
this is what we want to focus on, what we are good at, and this is the stuff that we're not. And I feel like one of the ways that um, where we've had success with that, where we've done it well, are um, kind of our stance on what do we do with things that are generally marketing, but kind of not really inbound marketing. Like PPC is a super common tactic. A lot of agencies out there offer it. It's something that can work, but we, um, I think after kind of our, our first year in business and going through trying to be good at every single thing, figured mm-hmm. out there's only so many things you can be good at. So I don't have anything against PPC. I see a lot of people throw away a lot of money because it's poorly managed, but I see that in, in every place. Um, but, but just by saying, look, we don't do that. Um, you can go do it and hear some great people who offer that service, but that's not something that we're going to do or, um, you know, just kind of focus on what are we good at? Hey, we're really good at SEO, the social side, you should take that in house or, or use someone else for that, like that kind of thing. Um, that just earns you a lot of credibility points in the sales process when you're talking with people. I agree. So many good takeaways from this conversation today between Gray and George B. Thomas of the Sales Line. Guys, I encourage you to just hit up George on Twitter. Send him a tweet. Thank him for taking the time to share so much. He is at George B. Thomas. Thank you so much for listening to Episode 1 of Inbound Agency Journey. Gray and I will be back in Episode 2. Thank you for listening to Inbound Agency Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash podcast. Again, that's doinbound, all one word, dot com forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe or leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.